Welcome, welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. That's right, Flipping Pages, the podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Elliot. May the mercy, grace, and peace of God find you whole, healthy, and well on today. With everything that's going on in our nation, our country, and the world, I wanted to come on and just offer a word of encouragement and exhortation, especially to my kingdom people out there, but to anyone that may be experiencing uh, fear, anxiety, worry, depression, stress, definitely illness and sickness. Some people are grieving right now because their loved ones have died because of this virus and this pandemic that is affecting the world as a whole. Also, I want to take this time to thank every pastor, minister out there that has been encouraging your people, those that you're in fellowship with, friends and family, just people in general. Uh, Thank you. For, for your words of encouragement. Thank you for your online podcasts, your texts, and, and just the, the, because that is so needed right now. People need to be encouraged. They need to be edified and lifted up, not only in prayer, but also in word and in deed. So if you, you see a need, if you have some extra supplies, toilet tissue or uh, uh, disinfected, whatever the case may be, now is the time for us to really exercise our faith by loving our neighbor. And loving your neighbor is not just in word, but it's also in deed. As we lend a hand, as we go to our neighbors and, and we love on one another, let's use this as an opportunity to truly show the love of Christ. Not just talk about it, but actually be about it and do it, show it in our actions. Especially in these times of uncertainty, we as the people of God, the body of Christ, the church, those who are truly in Christ, those of us who are founded and grounded, secure in our faith in Christ, now is our opportunity to be that light, to be salt and light in the midst of darkness. You know, our position in Christ It's one of faith, hope, and love. That's our position in Christ. It's faith, exercising our faith. It's it's hope because we serve a God who is true to his word and cannot lie. And it's love, truly displaying the love of God and the love of Christ through our actions. Amen? Amen. Because I know many may be wondering why has God allowed this to happen? Why is this happening? You know, and it's in times like this, in times of crisis, of trouble, of tribulation, sometimes uh, our faith in God can waver. Sometimes we can get a little uh, disillusioned and, and our faith can be shaken. It reminds me of a passage of scripture that I want to share with you guys today, just as a word of encouragement to you. But before we even do that, let's go to the Lord and prayer and uh, ask the Holy Spirit to be with us as we meditate on his word. Father God, we come before you today, Lord God, just to exalt you, Father, because we know that you are 
the true and the living God. This world, Lord God, and, and the fullness thereof is yours, Father. So, Lord, I thank you that you are sovereignly in control, Father. No pandemic, no virus, no sickness or disease can stand, Lord God, in the midst of your word. So, Father, I pray that you will strengthen us, you will edify us and build us up with your word. Father, I pray for everyone that may be uh, dealing with sickness, with illness, anyone that may be dealing with, with stress, or worry, anxiety, grief. Father, I pray your peace, your comfort would, would surround them right now, Lord God. Send laborers across their path, brothers, sisters, in the faith, Lord God, for the love, your word, your joy, your compassion, full of the fruits of the Spirit, Father, to minister to them, people all around this world, Lord, not just in this nation, but all around this world, Father. Let this be a time of ministry, a time where your word will go forth and not return unto you void, but will prosper in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, I have a song of the day that I want to share with you guys a little later that I think will definitely be an encouragement in the midst of everything that we're going through. I mean, we need to be reminded that God is still good. He's still sovereign. He's still on the throne and in control. Amen. Hallelujah. But as we navigate this current situation and and, and days that we're facing, uh, I'm reminded of the story of Martha, Mary, and their brother Lazarus in John chapter 11. So if you got your Bibles, flip with me to John, and let's just meditate on the Word of God here, because there is some good, good things that we can learn from this story of Lazarus, Martha, and Mary that we can learn from even with what we're facing today. So we're in John chapter 11 and we're going to start in verse 1. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the, the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. Verse 3. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he who you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death or will not end in death. It is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go to Judah again. Now there are several things I want you to notice here that's happening in this passage. This brother and two sisters were dealing with an illness, with a sickness, kind of like what we're going through in the world today. And these sisters 
sent word to Jesus because their brother was sick. Now, why did they call to Jesus? Well, it's, it says right here because they had a relationship with Jesus. It said Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and their brother Lazarus. So they knew Jesus. They just didn't know about him, but they had a personal relationship with him. They knew that he was the Lord. They knew that he was a healer. So they sent word for him to let him know that the one that he loved, his boy, his homeboy, his friend, his partner, was sick. Let's continue to read. Drop down to verse 11. After saying these things, he said to them, meaning his disciples, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. Verse 12. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus has spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Verse 14. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died. Now look at what he says to them in verse 15. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Question. Why was Jesus glad that Lazarus was not only sick, but that he had died without him being healed? Well, it's because of what he said back in verse 3. Remember, he said, this happened for the glory of God. This happened that the Son of God may be glorified through it. You know, one thing that we need to take note of and be reminded of, especially in times of crises or tribulations or trouble, we need to understand God would allow things to happen in our lives for the purpose of strengthening our faith, of building our trust, of building character and endurance and perseverance in our lives. You don't have to turn there, but, it, but if you're taking notes, James 1, James 1 and 3 says, for the testing of our faith is when our faith is tested that it produces endurance. And in the Amplified, it says that endurance builds spiritual maturity in our lives. It builds inner peace in our lives. It's when we go through that God strengthens and builds us up. He develops our faith when we go through trials and tribulations. So he allows those things to happen because when we grow and mature, God is glorified. And this is why he allowed even Lazarus' sickness to turn into death. God allows the situations of this life to grow us up in our faith, trust, and obedience to his word. He uses everything in this life to conform us into the image of Christ. That's why the word of God says in Romans 8 that all things work for the good of those who love God and who are living according to his purpose. Now let's continue reading here in the book of John. Let's drop down to verse 20. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out and met him. 
but Mary remained seated in the house. Verse 21. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God would give you. Verse 23. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Verse 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he died, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Verse 27. She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. One of the things that I want to encourage you with and in today is that even when we're in a situation where we don't understand everything that's happening, we still can trust and believe the word of God. We still can trust that God is sovereign and that he's in control of the situation. Just like here, Martha was like, man, I know my brother gonna rise again in the resurrection. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. You don't have to wait until the last day. What you need for this situation is right here, right now, in your midst. If you would simply believe. And this is what God is saying to us even now, today. Will we believe that he's more than enough? Will we believe that he's bigger than a, a, a virus? Will we believe that he can still heal, that he can still deliver, that he is still the resurrection and the life, even in the midst of an uncertain, dark, or dead situation? He's still able. He's still more than enough. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have to believe. We have to trust and believe. Glory to God. Let's continue reading. Let's drop down to verse 38. Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone laid against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did not I tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I say this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. Verse 43. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen straps and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. This is my encouragement to everyone that's listening to this podcast today. Even in the midst of a, a illness, a virus, a pandemic, whatever the case may be, 
the word of God can bring life to a dead situation. The word of God, hallelujah, can speak life in the midst of a dead situation. Even if it's a situation where you may think, man, there's no hope. This situation that has went from bad to worse. It went from sickness to death. It went from one day to being four days in the grave. Martha was like, by now, he, he's stinking. By now, it's, it's, it's over. But Jesus said, didn't I tell you, if you believe, you would see the glory of God. He told his disciples, this sickness would not end in death. He didn't say that death wasn't going to present itself in the situation. He just said that death wasn't going to be the end of it. Death showed up, but death didn't have the final word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus had the final word. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. So wherever I am, I'm bringing life. <laughs> I'm bringing life to the situation. But here's the question I want to leave with you today. The same question Jesus asked uh, Martha in verse 25. Do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus is who he says he is? Do you believe that he's the resurrection? That he's the life? That he's the son of God, the Christ, the anointed one that is coming to the world to heal, to deliver, to set free, to seek and to save the lost? Do you believe? You see, a lot of people are believing what the media is saying. They believing what they seeing on TV, what they seeing on social media. My question to you is, do you believe the word of God? You see, a lot of people, they believe in God, but they don't believe God. You talk to a lot of people, they'll tell you in a, in a minute, oh, I believe in God, but when you start giving them the word of God, when you start giving them scripture, when you start quoting the word of God, then they start, we say down here in Louisiana, crawfishing. Meaning they start moving away, backing up. Oh, I don't believe in the Bible. How you gonna believe in God, but not believe what he said? We have to believe the word of God. It's the truth that's gonna set us free. John 8 and 32, the truth that you know will set you free. I mean, thank God for the government and everything that, that, that the president and all these people are doing to fight and to uh, uh, protect the American people. But it's God. It's, it, it is the word of God that's going to bring life, that's going to bring healing and deliverance and freedom and victory in the midst of this situation that we're facing. So my encouragement to you today, kingdom people of God, know that we have the victory when we simply believe and trust the word of God. Jesus said that he is the life. Jesus said that he brings resurrection, that he can speak life into a dead situation, that he can speak healing in the face of any illness or disease, that he can speak deliverance in the face of anything that you may be 
bound or uh, 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 anything that you may be dealing with. He can speak salvation and life to any situation and circumstance. But the question is, do you believe? Will we believe and trust God at his word? Because when we do that, when we trust God at his word, we're going to see something miraculous happen in our lives, just like Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. When they believed God, when they took him at his word, when they obeyed what he said, and they moved the stone away, hallelujah, they saw a miracle happen right in front of their eyes. And if God can do it for Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, guess what? He can do it for you. He can do it for me. Hallelujah. Because he's no respecter of person. And with that being said, we're going to close this podcast out with our song of the day. Because I want you to be encouraged today that even in the midst of everything that's going on, we still got the victory. We still got joy. Hallelujah. So our song of the day is coming from Zach Williams. Oh, church, choir, be encouraged. Be encouraged, people of God. We got the victory. I'm Pastor Elliot, and until next time, may the mercy, grace, and peace of God be yours in abundance. God bless. There's revival and it's spreading like a wildfire in my heart. A Sunday morning, hallelujah, and it's lasting all week long. Can you hear it? Can you feel it? It's the rhythm of a gospel song. Oh, once you choose it, you can't lose it. There ain't nothing, there ain't nothing gonna steal my joy. I got an old church choir singing in my soul. I've got a sweet salvation and it's
nothing gonna steal my joy.